Welcome back. It's David Wildstein. And Richard Cody has served as the governor of New Jersey. He was there from 2004 to 2006, currently in the New Jersey legislature, uh, it, and, and he's been there uh, since 1974, but to be fair, in his early 20s, since he, when he was first elected. Governor, how are you? Uh, I'm glad you said that. He ain't that old. <laughs> you're not. You're not. I mean, you know, it's just... <laughs> Especially as I get older, you don't you don't seem <laughs> you don't seem quite as much there. But uh, Governor, this week you you went public with a fascinating story about how you helped Jessica Riley, teenager who needed surgery on her spine, and her insurance company wouldn't pay for it. What happened? Well, what happened was I was as you you ran the PSA, and I thank you very very much for that. Happy birthday to everybody who has their birthday today, by the way. But more importantly. Um, so we did the PSA up in Ogdensburg in Sussex County. Now, for a Democrat to even go up there is I feel, courageous, don't you think? So in any event, I, I um, asked for help from the chief of police, and they were great. We, we filmed the commercial up there. And then I asked him, I said, Chief, is there a family restaurant up here that I can help? He said, yeah, yeah, a small family restaurant. And over, I gave him a blank amount of money. And I said, I want to come back on a Monday or Tuesday and pay 15% of every meal. Hopefully, you'll make a gaggle of money, right? So that day, I went up there, and they were fabulous people. And I was just about to leave, and a gentleman walks in, and he says, um, you're Governor Cody? I said, yes, sir. He says, uh, I wonder if you could help me. I said, with what? And he says, my uh, 18-year-old granddaughter has severe scoliosis she needs an operation she's been okayed for the operation uh and the operation is one hundred and forty thousand dollars and the insurance company will only pay the physicians part of that which is seventy thousand and it's supposed to be in six weeks can you help me i'm like i don't know if i can sir but i certainly will try fortunately for her and the family uh the gentleman who runs saint peter's Hospital in New Brunswick, Les Hirsch, isn't that great? A Jewish guy from the Catholic hospital is a friend. I call him up and I said, is there any way you can help me get this done? He did. So with the two of us, we got it done. She had the operation. By the way, the operation is very, very tough. They collapse your lungs and a lot of other things. So it took her about six weeks to get over it. And then we talk and they said, you know, we'd like to share this story and they came down, I'll tell you, the three of them, Dave, the grandfather, the mom, and the daughter could not have been nicer and sweeter. Believe me when I tell you that. I just, great, great, great people. So I was really um, happy to do what I could do for them. And, you know, that's life. I mean, that's the way I was taught, and I'm sure you as well. How do, Governor, how do hospitals, insurance companies, how do they react when a former governor calls them? With an ask like that. Oh, I remember when I was governor. I, you could get anything done, Dave. You could you, you, you get a facelift if you wanted it you know, when the governor calls. But listen, this this girl, okay, her life it was not a happy life. And as you get older with that, it gets worse. So, I mean, for her to go forward, entering college in Ramapo, she's staying in Jersey, um, that was going to be tough, tough and tough for the rest of her life, having kids, so forth and so on. So, you know, they have to have a heart and an understanding, especially this is people who are middle class or lower middle class people, but just great human beings. And listen, I know 
I only had so much time in uh, Sussex County before I had to be chased out as a Democrat, so I was happy. Uh, the time I spent up there was just great, and uh, I'll never forget them, and I, I know they'll never forget me. I'm speaking with former New Jersey Governor Richard Cody. Uh, Governor, I, I read that Jessica Riley is going to pay this forward. She's going to college, and she's studying nursing. Yes. Yes, she is. She So for all what she went through, uh, she got a love of how she was treated uh, by everyone, and she wants to pay back. And how great is that? But uh, really, I mean, she's a great example of the people in New Jersey and you know, of the people uh, in Sussex County. And by the way, the gentleman who came in, the grandfather, had heard that uh, Senator Rojo was there, too, and I had invited Steve in, but he had just left because I know he's going to uh, hit on a Rojo first. Thinking, hey, he's a Republican. He's got more money than the Democrat. So, well, you, know, no, you never know how things are going to turn out. I'm, I'm glad it all all worked out for her. And 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 I should point out to everybody there was uh, between between all the monies that were raised and, and and what the hospital did, there was a little bit of a balance. And and I watched the video. I saw you pull a check out of your own pocket, and and, yeah, you, and you, you know, made so up the difference. Here's what happened. There was still a balance of 6000 I didn't know that. So when they told me before the press conference, I ran out to my car, opened up the glove compartment, got out a blank check, and I said, here's a check. Come on. i got to get this over with. Happy well, to am- do it. That's amazing. It's, it, 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 often I think of politicians putting their hands in other people's pockets. So, <laughs> so, so Hey, listen. The one thing... <laughs> When I was governor, I didn't raise taxes and I didn't have a scandal. That's a record for New Jersey. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's true. And I'm speaking with former New Jersey Governor Richard Cody. Governor, I want to, I want to ask one other question. 17 years ago this week, you received a phone call that I think changed your life forever. What what happened? Well, what happened was well, my wife was having minor surgery. Um, we got this phone call about McGreevy going to resign. And I said, that's crazy. I ignored it. And um, so my wife uh, was having a surgery, and I said to the doctor, I'm right down the street. Uh, call me as soon as she's in, in recovery. When I got to my office, though, they said, holy blank, here's this rumor. I'm like, oh, I can't believe that's bull. And then I got a phone call from Senator Lesniak. He said, Dick, it's real. And he's going to call me in about an hour. Then the doctor called. I had to go up and get my wife. <laughs> she was in recovery. I told her what happened, and she asked for the doctor to put her out again. For <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty tough. I mean, you, you go to bed, and you wake up, and all of a sudden, you're going to be the governor. I was not exactly the happiest person on earth, I can assure you. And listen, I knew uh, that it was going to shape my life for the rest of my life whether that was going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Fortunately for me, it turned out all right. Now we're looking here at this situation in New York, uh, Dave, and unfortunately for her, she's only got a couple of months to shine. Then there's an election. Am I wrong? No, there is. There's an election next year, and this is – this. It, it reminded me of your situation. You you became governor in, in – uh, 2004? Late 2004. That was, it's right before an election, and, and you had to make a decision. No, just right after. Otherwise, there would have been an election. Right. Right, but there... Grievy wasn't stupid. But, <laughs> At least with that. <laughs> but he's kind of... He, he, this happened the end of November. You really just had a couple months to decide whether you were going to run in 2005. Yeah, unfortunately. And a lot of people are upset about that. But listen, 
it, it turned out great for me. I have no regrets about it. Listen, you, the power broker that there is in New Jersey decided he didn't want me, and unfortunately, he can control so many people. So it wasn't feasible at that point, Dave, when I had to make the decision. If I had delayed it three months, I would have ran because my numbers were off the charts, thank God. But I, I, I never looked back, and I'm really grateful for the time I had and for the woman in New York. Uh, God bless it. I would tell her, listen, pick two or three issues that you like and love. Fight for them. Don't move into the governor's mansion. Don't act like you were elected. And maybe good, good things can happen to you, as they did for myself and my family. Well, it was a it was an experience that, that you, you're now in the history books, and you you were the governor, not not acting governor, not there for eighty four hours. But yeah, I was. See, I was Dave. I was smart enough to change the law. You were. You were. But you know the best thing about that, Dave, is the Republicans like a Leonard Lance, you know, like John Bramnick, you know, those kind of people. Um, I had their help. And they were great. So when we came up with that idea, let's forget about the acting thing. Oh, yes, God, we'll, we'll sponsor a bill with you. And that, that I mean, all so that's, yeah. That all worked out. Day, we're all human and we're all New Jerseyans. Well, I've been speaking with former New Jersey Governor Richard Cody, Senator Richard Cody. Thank you for, thank you for coming on and joining me today. Thank and, you. And get the hell out of Florida. You, you can have hot weather up here. Soon, soon. Yes, yes, sir, I will. <laughs> <laughs> 